Marvel Maniacs, welcome to another exciting episode of Guardians of the MCU. This is episode number 299. We are recording this on March 14th, 2023. I'm Tim. Joining me tonight, we're recording in the dark in our respective locations, uh, is John. Hi, John. Can we explain why we're in the dark? That sounds really kind of creepy. Because it's nighttime and... I, I have chosen not to turn on the light in my office. Okay. And I mean, and I can't turn on the light in the room I'm in or else it'll trigger a fan. But yeah. I, I just also wanted to say it sounded kind of creepy. Romantic. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. But again, just wanted to clarify why we're in the dark. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Thank you, John. Uh, Sheba is not with us. Sheba is uh, away for the week celebrating uh, her birthday on a trip. Um, and, and so a little bit of um, backstory, if you will, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, so we did not record last week because if we recorded last week, that would have been episode 299. Mm -hmm. And we didn't we couldn't record episode 300 this week because Sheba's gone. Yep, and we we're we're not going to record that episode without a host, so we had to um, figure out you know basically what week we were going to have a gap, and there really wasn't a whole lot of news last week, so we we opted to to skip last week, yep. um, just so everyone knows. But but next week should be right, John. Your yep. your your schedule. You should be able to make this happen. I should be able to make this happen. Sheba should be able to make this happen. John, don't, don't. You have a look on your face that's like, uh-oh, I don't know if I can we're make doing this it, happen. We're doing it over the weekend, though. Okay. Yes? Yeah, that's sure. We, okay, well, that's what we talked about. Well, I, I, I'm i at a conference next week, so we talked about doing it over the weekend. So that's well, why I think we did. I think we making did. Making okay. sure that we're still doing it over the weekend. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, I think we did. I think we did. That's yeah. that's good. We can do that. Um, let's see. Before we get into things, folks, please do um, check us out at randomchatter.com because we are part of the Ram Chatter Network. Uh, there you'll find information on all of our shows, members, membership through Patreon. I'm not even the one drinking. Uh, access the Escape Hatch Discord server and show merchandise from Tee Public. Um, also, please do leave us a review. Uh, head over to wherever you get podcasts. Well, not wherever, because so many of the podcast players you can't leave reviews on. You have to go to, like, uh, Apple Podcasts now. It's okay. It still annoys me that it's not iTunes. It's yeah. Apple Podcasts. I mean, it's nice that they gave podcasts kind of their own thing, but for, you know, a really long time, everyone just said all, iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, please do leave us reviews. We, we like that reviews are good. Um, and Hey, again, this is episode 299 next week. We are recording episode 300. Uh, we're making it an event. I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but we have, uh, a guest. There's going to be well, some pre-recorded clips. I was going to say, gonna does that in. make, does that make it guests? If we have pre-recorded guests? Well, one of them is actually a, a, a true, like a, like a yes, legit guest. Everyone yeah, else. Is yeah. The, like, the other pre-recorded segments are not really yeah. guests, but yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, yeah, we're 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 gonna have fun with things, regardless of what the news may or may not be. Um, we're we're gonna have a good time. I had to go back into the the time machine a little bit to see when it was that we last recorded. Because I think in the last episode, John, you and I were trying to figure out when when we actually the first started. episode yeah. of, of Guardians went out. Um, episode one of Guardians of the MC was released on April twenty fifth. 2018 so almost five years ago yeah so in less than five years we will have knocked out 300 episodes not too shabby it doesn't feel like it's been five years john no no not i not at all yes and no when like you say that i was like huh yeah no that was that was five years ago uh but like I say that because there's a lot of stuff that's happened in my life in those five years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so I mean, there's yeah. part of it where like, I'm like, yep, nope. I, you know, I know where I was. Um, I still laugh that, uh, on my online dating profile, uh, was a selfie I took of me recording most likely guardians. That was Probably, a photo yeah. on my dating profile. Nice, nice. Yeah. Which I'm sure you have deactivated that dating profile, right, John? Uh, if not, I don't know how to log into them anymore. <laughs> uh, but let but let me tell you, in 2018, a video or a picture of someone looking like they were podcasting, folks, that worked. I don't know how it works in 2023, but in 2018, when you told people you had a podcast. Oh, women were slightly to mediocrely mildly impressed. And then you told them what it was about and they're like, oh, and and I married Esty. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, so before we get into our news, which I mean, there's really, and I hate to spoil things. There's really no like really big news items this week. There's, there's a good number of things and some rumors and stuff that we're going to talk about. So there's, there's, there's a few things. Um, this past weekend, I finally got out to see quantum mania. About freaking time. Yeah, I know. I was sick. My wife was sick. Fair, fair, fair. Life wasn't happening, you know? I, I didn't want to be hacking up a lung in the middle of the movie theater, nor did my yeah, wife. I mean, you would have been by yourself, so. But instead, I end up having a woman on the other side of me <laughs> who uh, was constantly checking her phone, oh. talking too loud to the friend sitting on the other side of her. Um, and she smelled like her perfume was made out of dryer sheets. That's like strongly yeah it's it, this smells are one thing like the noise and everything else i love my son he loves to fidget in movies i'm finally getting better at just tolerating it um because he's like me he he needs to fidget sure um and i've been working with him for years on ways to do it. As we talk right now, I'm rubbing the cord on my microphone to have mm-hmm. something to fidget. 
I, yeah, I, yeah. I bend straws. I do. It, it's it, folks have different, you know, things that they do. I'm just trying to find ways for him to quietly fidget in movies. Like I do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. He's 13. I, I kind of almost have to, like, I'm not giving up, but I'm like, it is what it is at this point. Um, but like, I want a dead quiet theater and for the person <laughs> next to me to be making the noise. I'm like, I will murder you. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I mean, you don't realize how bright the screen of a cell phone is unless you're in a dark movie theater and someone like turns it on and you're like, Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah. And of course your phone also did a ring in the middle of the movie too. No, uh, yep, no, no that was super nope. pleasant. Um, I had a bad feeling about things when through the previews, she's talking full volume to the friend sitting next to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, it's the previews. I'm not going to say anything because it's not the movie. Yeah. And like, I kind of feel like an ass if I said something. Boy, I really hope she doesn't like continue <laughs> this during the movie. And of course, during the movie, like, she did go down in volume, but she was still talking a lot yeah. through the movie. And I'm like, mm. so, yeah. yeah. Uh, hi, puppies. Yeah. Apparently, there's a murder outside. It's, it's amazing how much the nice microphone picks it up more than the AirPods would. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. So, Quantumania, so Jim, go go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say what I gave a loose one of like just a loose general kind of ranking, but mm-hmm. we've only loosely kind of talked about it. We are, we have not actually given each other our full reviews of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and and Tim, I know you are through and through. An Ant-Man fan. <laughs> so right, what so did you think? First of all, fair warning to folks, we're gonna have some oh, spoiler yeah, stuff here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um this was, I believe, the best Ant-Man movie. Okay. Um, out of out, out of the three. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, my my wife said she was bored. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy the movie. It was definitely much less uh, slapsticky than the first couple of Ant-Man movies. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciated that it had more depth to it. It had more consequence to it, or at least seemed to have more consequence to it. But ultimately, in the end, um, what it came down to was that nothing happened. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, really, you know, fundamentally, a, a, a like nothing happened. Um, it, it, it was fun. It was interesting. Um, like right from the opening shot, the thing that popped into my head was, uh, from the last episode when you said, wow, there's a lot of CG in that movie. And right from the opening scene, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of CG in this movie. (laughs) Like the movie is 98% CG. Um, and, and and the CG was actually pretty good. I I, I yeah, didn't I, have any issues with it. No, I, not at all. But it it, it was like, oh. um, which is funny because 
Jake and I were watching Mandalorian and one of my, okay, folks, spoiler alert. If you haven't been watching Mandalorian, um, uh, one of my favorites in the second episode is when they're basically doing the dive through the city, uh, which is all CGI. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, this is amazing. And I even, as I said that, it was like, you just crapped on Quantumania for all the CG. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I don't, I mean, maybe it was just like the bright, the neon, the everything. I don't know. Um, But yeah. Yeah, there, there, there was definitely a lot in it. Um, I, let's see. A couple things. I I do specifically want to call out Modoc. Mm-hmm. I liked Modoc with the mask. Yeah. When the Modoc mask came off, this is probably the one CG thing I didn't like because it, it looked creepy. like a 1970s movie where they was- clearly just zoomed in on the actor's face and then yeah. superimpose that onto the body it, it, and it, it was, just it looks like that it, i did not like it at all it was kind of creepy and weird yeah yeah modok with the mask i was actually like i'm not Modoc a Modoc. with the mask is terrifying i'm i was not i'm not a fan of modok in any form or fashion never mm-hmm. have been that's fair uh, i'm when, generally not either but no when he showed up in the movie i'm like all right that's pretty pretty cool like i'm yeah. not that's uh, i i I was not excited about this. I'm like, no, no, if I like that. And then the mask lifted up. I'm like, oh, no, no, yeah, no, no. And, and the thing is, is that Modoc without the mask did then kind of not slapsticky, but it, it, it crossed into being too much comedy. Yeah. He was, um, he, he became the comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he really did. Um, but yeah, Modoc with the mask was was pretty terrifying, and yeah. like I I would love to see more of that, but we're probably not going to. Um, but you know, hey, multiverse, anything is possible. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray, I, I I actually thought was pretty good. Yeah. I I, I like the the role that that Bill Murray played in the whole thing. Um, I I liked Kang. Um, so there's, there's something though, you and I had a bit of a conversation afterwards mm-hmm. about it. And, and you said that one of your biggest hangups with this was that King was talking about in other timelines where he had wiped out the Avengers. Yeah. He, he didn't eat. Are you the one with the hammer? Yeah. I, I've I've killed so many I've forgotten. So he's obviously faced the Avengers, if not members of the Avengers, yeah, before and had no problems with them. Yet in this movie, he is fundamentally taken out by Ant Man. I mean, yes, Ant Man had some help, but okay, it and, and, was and, an entire team of Avengers. And and my point with it is was the most dangerous variant of Kang 
who all the other Kangs thought was so dangerous, they banished him mm -hmm. to the quantum realm because he was going on such a rampage and it killed so many different adventures, was taken out by Ant-Man and a hodgepodge army of quantum realm people. Now, folks, I want to put this in comparison. The last time Ants. we saw an Avenger, well, an Ants, we saw an Avenger and a hodgepodge army take on a villain. It was all of the Avengers, Wakanda. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Asgardians. Mm -hmm. um, and others taking on Thanos, a true Avengers level threat. Mm -hmm. Kang, not an Avengers level threat. He's an Ant-Man level threat. Yeah. Yeah. Th this version of Kang, like they built him up to be something and then didn't deliver on it. I mean, quite, quite honestly, what needed to happen to emphasize things was that at the end of this movie, King should have won one or gotten away. I, yeah. I would have been fine with him getting the little Orby thing, jumping on a ship and disappearing. They didn't have to beat him. He didn't have to beat as Scott said, he doesn't have to win. They both just have to lose. Right. Well, Kang getting away wasn't necessarily him winning. It wasn't him losing. It was a draw. Yeah. But I, I would have accepted, all right, he got away. He learned um, kind of almost a, I'm going to really jump uh, outside of Marvel now and go to Star Trek, kind of like a first contact with the Borg mm -hmm. where they didn't, beat the Borg. The Borg didn't beat them, but the Borg became aware of them. And right. that set the stage for years of Star Trek, the next generation. And you kind of saw that in the mid credit scene where they're like, all right, they're now aware of the multiverse. They're doing some stuff. Um, but for Kang, the conqueror to still be out there. And granted, there's a lot of variants we're going to see and everything else. But to me, it was like, it just goes back to, and I've talked about this before, Marvel's problem with the villains losing. And I'm like, no, this, they didn't, they didn't need to win, but they didn't need to be seemingly, seemingly destroyed. Yeah. But, and the thing is for also for King to be more of a threat. I mean, even if like he got away and everything else was, was mm -hmm. written like as it was, there was still too much that they, I mean, not beating yeah. him, but he, he was still losing too badly Yeah, to, to be such a, such a huge threat. Now I mean, imagine if we'd seen Thanos lose early on in the first couple of phases. And then he like shows back up to fight the Hulk. Right. You know, in, you know, Infinity War. Part of what made that scene so great is he similarly kicked the snot out of the Hulk 
the first time we saw Thanos ever fight. And then they had to transport Hulk away as kind of a warning. And, and Bruce couldn't change back because the Hulk was so scared. That made everyone go, holy crap. Yeah. This guy can like kick the snot out of the Hulk without infinity stones, without breaking a sweat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony needed a big giant robot to take on the Hulk. No one else could face him. <laughs> I mean, Thor kind of fought him. Um, but like they all had a lot more trouble than Thanos did. Yeah. And, and I mean, bring that up when you think about it, they really did a nice build up with Hulk through several movies yeah. about like emphasizing how powerful he was that like, okay, Hulkbuster, Hulkbuster slowed him down. He still beat Hulkbuster. Yeah. Thor. He just like kind of went to a draw. Stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there, there's they they really did emphasize so much of that. Um, yeah. So th- this, you know, I, I I don't know. Um, I and 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 of course, this king that we had in this movie also kind of had this would be altruistic perspective on mm-hmm. things of. Basically, I'm trying to stop the other well, versions of me from destroying the universe. He had the same motivations of he who remained. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and again, so is the Kang we saw in Loki, obviously the most dangerous because he beat all the other Kangs. Mm-hmm. Um are will we obviously see and we saw many more iterations i'm sure but again having seen the one that the other kangs were most worried about be so easily defeated i'm like yeah you gotta freaking step up the game on kang because right now we saw one lose to sophie kind of sort of because he wanted to Right. And one lose to Ant-Man because he didn't really want to. And Ant-Man just beat him. So I, I'm just really left wondering, being like, how did the Kangs do all this? Because they don't seem so tough. Yeah. And like King had, you know, his at least his suit had great tech. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, clearly, clearly a, a powerful guy or, or at least supposedly yeah. powerful and very smart. Um. You know, I mean, he he built an empire on a planet where he had nothing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, granted, he subjugated most of the population of the planet to to get there. But it takes, obviously, some kind of intelligence to be able to, to do that. Yeah. So, like, all that stuff was super impressive. Um, and, and the rumor, a rumor, is that... Victor Timely, who we saw uh, in the end credits scene, mm-hmm. may be Kang the Conqueror because that ties to the comics. Because after Kang was defeated by the Fantastic Four, he went back in time and became Victor Timely. Right. Um, so now, but this Kang, the main Kang in the movie, 
was referred to as the conqueror. Yeah, no, no, yeah. But I mean, so is is that Kang the Conqueror who went back and became Victor Timely and mm. kind of learned right, right. You know, again, time is fluid, learned their lesson. Um, who knows? Again, I'm gonna trust Feige. All that being said, absolutely loved Jonathan Major's performance. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Um and so, so much different than he who remains. I mean, oh yeah, two so, like polar opposite uh, uh, personalities, and he just pulled them both off amazingly. Such, such, such a big fan. Yeah, of of his actually. Um, and and I want to make one more connection because um, it's not in the lightning round, uh, but I did uh, send it to you. Um, he also. Jonathan Majors has a theory about another movie character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that his character in Creed yeah. is a variant of Kang. Which is just brilliant. Which is a completely different movie franchise. Makes really zero sense. None but at all. love but... the fact that he's like, no, I play this other character in this other movie franchise. Maybe he's a Kang variant too. Yeah. Um, and I, I just I hope every character he plays from now until uh his character is done in Marvel, he's like, maybe that's a Kang variant. <laughs> so um, I, I, I do want to do some reading up. I haven't yet on the hmm? first um on the 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 mid credit scene, um which is where we see these hundreds, maybe thousands yeah. of versions yep. of Kang. Um, both Kangs. All called to this one location to basically talk through the fact that he, that somebody killed the Kang that they banished. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I mean, presumably, like, there was some balance of something, and now it seems that these Kangs are going to unleash hell on every timeline that they find. Um, but I want to read something up on it because I, I'd like to, I, I, I'd like to know like what versions, uh, I mean, you, you, you mentioned mm -hmm. one of the Kings, um, in there. I, I'd like to see what some of the other versions of, of Kings yeah. are that are in there. I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's one that clearly has like a, a very Egyptian looking influence. So that's, he's um, the one who created Apocalypse. Ah, okay. Um, in so he's responsible in again Marvel Comics mm -hmm. for the creation of the mutant apocalypse. Gotcha. And there is a rumor milling about that Kang, a variant thereof, mm -hmm. may be involved in season two of Moon Knight. And I'm wondering I, if that that's the be, one that it might be. That that seems very apparent. Um, but they truly could make it, I mean, they could build a story of, of any version Hell. of Kang. If, if they're going to do that and go back that far in time, please plant the seed for a new apocalypse. Yeah. Which, of course, then would have so much irony because of. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, <laughs> but it also very fitting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really would be. Yeah. Uh, and then the second. Um, uh, uh, scene, uh, the the end credit, credit scene that we yeah. got, which was. Oh, it was one of those things like the credits and I don't mind. I certainly don't mind sitting through the credits and, and I actually do like 
read some of them. There's a few things here and there that I like to see, like, you know, what companies were involved in doing different things mm -hmm. and, and that kind of stuff. And I think just with the sheer quantity of special effects, there were like, I don't know, 18 effects houses that were yeah. involved in this movie. Like those credits went on for a long, long oh time. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And then we got what was what a 20 second end credit yeah. scene, which was kind of like, and it was a really cool scene, but I'm like, Oh my God, I sat through like, some some of us Tim Eight sat longer because, of credits. Some, because someone told me there were two end credit trailers. So some of us sat longer. So that's the thing that I heard milling about. And I think people were missing were messing up what a mid-credit scene is and what an end credit scene is. And I was seeing like <laughs> reasonably official sources saying, Yeah, there's there's two end credit scenes. Like, oh, okay. So that's why I like mentioned that to you and to you, Lou you, and to Eric and yeah, he mentions yeah. it to me. And so like the end credit scene plays and my son gets up to leave and I'm like, no, there's a second one. It's a secret one. <laughs> and so we're waiting and we're waiting and, and the like house our lights go up. No, but that's the thing is that theater never turned on the house lights. Oh, really? So I was like, I was like, it won't come until like, we'll know it's not real until the house lights come on. And after a while, he's like, I'm leaving. And they, like my 13 year old got up to love. I'm like, I guess Tim's wrong. There's no. And I was yeah. like, and if there is only idiots stay this long. Cause we waited a <laughs> long time for it. Yeah. Yeah. So that the, the end credit scene, um, I, I thought was very cool. It, you, we had yeah. Loki, we had, um, um, Good Mobius Mobius. Thank you. Uh, in the audience in like this almost like kind of steampunkish setting in a 1800s, theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, with like oil salesman type of, some, yeah. With some version of Kang, presumably mm -hmm. he who remains. Well, that's no, no, well, that's Victor timely. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's do, the Victor timely version. That's, that's Victor timely because his name's up there. And that's the version. So that's the question. Is he Kang the Conqueror? Is right. he he who remains? Um, is right. Did he they just co-op the name and, you know. And, yeah. and I, I, I'm, my gut says because of the Mobius-Loki connection, it's he who remains. Because right. Loki's going to be more interested in finding that guy to, you know, reestablish, for lack of a better term, order than a different variant of Kang. Yeah. I, I, I love it though. Like, you know, being a, uh, obviously a direct connection to the Loki yep. series, a, a lead in to the second season, which yep. is hopefully still starting sometime this summer. Uh, Fingers and crossed. it's just, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just really excited about it. So, um, and, and also, my father-in-law did a really good Mobius uh, as a Halloween costume. A oh, did he? Ago. Oh, nice. He, yeah. Uh, that was actually after the wedding. I think you and Robin went to Vineyards Yeah. Uh, at the house. Some people dressed up in Holly. And Holly so he had actually shaved his beard and just left the mustache and had, like, the brown suit. And was it, he'd found a, um, whether it was real or not, uh, the little, they're not ski doos. What are they that Mobius always wanted to ride? Oh, the, the jet ski. Jet yeah, skis. Yeah. yeah. He had a jet ski magazine 
that he was walking around in. Oh my uh, gosh, and the hat that's and everything fantastic! Else. It, it it was it was it was very very solid. Nice, very yeah. nice, very good. Um, anything else on Quantumania that that you want to bring up, John? No, I I didn't. I didn't love it. I see how it's going to set things up. Uh, but as opposed to being super excited, it made me cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. How about Cassie? How about Cassie? Did, did I, I mean, she's obviously, she has the suit. She's not yeah. used to using it yet. She's still trying I, to figure I'm it all, out. I'm all, for, and I mean, whether or not it connects to uh, the lightning round, I'm all for young Avengers with, mm-hmm. With her and others, I think that would be an amazing way to go to take things, whether for the future or a movie or two. I think she would make a fantastic addition uh, to it. Yeah, I, I I did appreciate the end of the movie where um, where he got kind of reflective on things and he's like, Hey, this is great. I just, you know, stop this guy, yeah. <laughs> you know, from doing all this stuff. And wait a minute. Did I? This is a guy. He was saying that he wanted to escape the uh, the quantum realm because he needed to stop cataclysmic things from happening. Did I just stop the guy who would have stopped those things? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I did like that. Uh, I, I, I like that, that it was at least uh, self-aware enough of, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, we, we beat this guy who said things and we don't know if those things were accurate or not. But boy, if they were, we could be screwed. Yeah. And clearly, you know, that's kind of the direction of things. So. All right. Also, not not to shill for him because we already talked about not shilling for sponsors. Um, and I've talked about it before um, with uh, Jeremy Renner. Uh, but Dak Shepard also recently interviewed Paul Rudd in advance of Quantumania. Oh. And going into his life story, how he got into acting, like from high school, everything else on, kind of really cool story to like, you know, f- for kind of, nerdy ish guy to get into like where he's at. And he even talks about, he's like, he talks about telling his, his kids, you know, that he's going to be, you know, in Marvel and be a superhero. And they're like, who are you going to be? And he's like, Ant-Man. And they're like, who? <laughs> um, To like where he is now, but like a, a kind of a cool for a very just kind of down to earth guy where you're, where you, you listen to him and you're like, how the hell did you get to Marvel? <laughs> but also I could think of no one else to play Ant-Man. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he does really well in it. I, I, yeah. I like Paul Rudd. I, I, I'm, I'm even fine with the character of, of Ant-Man. It's just, you know, those first two movies, I just didn't like, Yeah, they, they were just, they were too slapsticky for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's, that's, that's where I am with that. All right, folks, um, now that we've done that, let's get on to our news. Uh, First up, um, people have said some things. That's that's actually what like half of the news is, is people (laughs) saying things. Somebody somebody said something somewhere. Yeah. And then we're going to tell you what they said. 
Yeah, uh, so Elizabeth Olsen uh, has teased uh, that she will be returning to the MCU in Coven of Chaos. Uh, she has been um, in as as a lot of MCU actors oftentimes are uh, very coy about like well you know I don't know if I'll be back they haven't really told me um, yada, or yada, you know yada. maybe I am blah 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 and so she still kind of says that but then you know she's like yeah I, I'm I, I I am I'm I'm coming <laughs> back um so yeah so she's gonna be back in Coven of Chaos which I don't think is a huge surprise. Yeah. Uh, to anyone and, and whether it's a flashback or it is uh, something present day or, or, or whatever. Um, and I mean, I guess I'm fine with either. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, it can't be much of a flashback unless it was something that took place during yeah. WandaVision um, because presumably it did seem that Wanda uh, knew Agatha before that. Um, and I would like to see Wanda's story continue to evolve. Um, I, I, you know, was never convinced that she died at the end of Doctor Strange two, um, and 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 she's a fantastic character. Uh, she they she is definitely the most powerful character in the MCU, and of course, you know, writing for that can be very challenging. Um, you know, you, you have to be careful with that. And so you have to have a lot of these characters. Oftentimes they themselves become their own undoing. Um, you have to make them, you know, these really super powerful characters, very flawed mm-hmm. because otherwise it's like, well, then this character could solve every problem in the world. And that's that that's done. So. I mean, I, I want to see her come back. I, 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 I think if, done correctly i disagree with you i think she did die at the end of doctor strange um but i do agree it's ambiguous enough to allow her a comeback if they need or want her to yeah i agree uh kevin feige we know kevin hi kevin kevin's a kevin's a big listener of ours big fan uh, says that Marvel Comics have been around for 80 years and he wants the MCU to be around at least that long. Good ambition. They've I been mean, around for like 20 years. Um, so another 60 years. John, what, what are you doing in 60 years? Because, I mean, we're, you know, I'll the show's going to keep on going, right? I'll be dead. Really? You think so? Yeah. Huh. That's kind of disappointing. Sorry, I'll be over 100 years old. That's uh, I, I'm really disappointed in your lack of commitment, John. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figure, I figure in another, you know, 30 years I'll be senile. So <laughs> <laughs> that could either make the show super interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, John. We talked about that last episode. Who are you? <laughs> Why am I here? Uh, speaking of Kevin Feige, uh, he was uh, slated to be producing a Star Wars film, an upcoming Star Wars film, and that is apparently no longer going to happen. Um, I don't know if I've talked about it on this show before. I know I've talked about it at length over on Force Chatter, um, formerly Echo Base, that 
Lucasfilm Lucasfilm has no idea what they're doing when it comes to movie making anymore. Like they don't, they don't really announce something, but they say like, Hey, we're going to have a movie. And this guy, John, he's, he's, he's going to be in movie or he's going to write or he's going to direct it. Then you hear nothing about that movie for like six or nine months. And then someone comes out and just says, Hey, that movie we were talking about that John was going to be in. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. Like that's it. Marvel does not. Marvel gives. Can they just give Favreau everything? I, I wish they would because. Or, or I mean, because I mean, be, between him and Filoni, it's like yeah. they're they're doing incredible things over on Disney Plus and make it a tag team. Make it him and Filoni. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Truly, yeah. Uh, it's it's just it's so disappointing, and for Star Wars to be. As far as movie franchises go, I mean, Star Wars is kind of like, you know, my first I, love. And I, I agree, but they are, I get why they're gun shy and questioning because the last six movies they've put out, I'd say, you know, I don't know the actual numbers, but I'd say 75% of the people were critical of them. 25% loved them. Um, and so they changed something and they made slight differences. I mean, they're really damned if they do damned if they don't. Um, I mean, the the star Wars fans are the absolute most critical fans. They're a-holes. I am one. I am one. Same. same. Yeah. Um, but they just can't get out of their way to just like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan of the sequel series, and and we're we're not going to turn this into a Star Wars yeah. podcast. Um, you know, I I wasn't a huge fan of the sequel series. There there were definitely some good things that came out of them. Um, it it just wasn't the continuation of the story that I expected. No. It was very disjointed because they had no cohesive writing yeah. uh, 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 across the three movies. So even if it was it, the story that it started with, is not the story that we ended up with. Um, and then what was in the middle was kind of really confusing. Um, they just, they've got all the pieces there. They yeah. just need, I mean, they just need someone to tell that cohesive story and they have it on Disney plus, even though that ain't perfect. There's, right. there's, no, it's not. there's gaps and issues, but it's great, you know, with that, but at least it feels true to star Wars. They have all the pieces. They just to a degree need to get out of their own way. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really do. I, Rogue One, I thought was fantastic. I know Solo didn't do well in the box office, but I really enjoyed Solo. Um, and yeah, it, it just, it yeah. seems that after all that, they're just like super gun shy. And it's like, you know mm-hmm. what? You, you, you gotta, just like anything. I mean, John, you, you've, you've coached kids sports. You've got two kids who are involved in sports and other activities and they have a bad game. They take the loss. You say, okay. It sucked. Uh, in two days, you got another game. You're going back yeah. out there. Do it again. Yeah. But this time, do it better. You know, give it your yep. all. Keep trying. Um, and it seems like Lucasfilm needs that pep talk. Like, they need a coach to show up hey, Dave, and give him a pep talk. Dave, John, I'm really good at those. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot of 10-year-olds that have told me. I'm pretty good at that. 
and 10 year olds can be super critical also. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they can also be I don't just, just pay my travel. I will come out and do it for you. Yeah. Um, maybe take a tour. I'm, I'm open to consulting on some ideas. Um, but I just, I, no retainer, no, no, nothing. Just, you know, airfare in a hotel. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I need, uh, I need my manservant Tim to come with me. You need someone to carry your bags, right? Yeah. And, and that's it. And we're good. Yeah. Kevin, if you need that for Marvel, I'm here for you too. Anytime. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Bob Iger, Bob Iger, that guy, uh, says that phase six is going to have a whole new slate of Avengers. So, uh, but not really, it's not really huge news. We basically expected yeah. it. Obviously most of the Avengers are either, uh, dead or retired or, yeah. you know, whatever in space, in space somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that's, that's where, I mean, uh, we did, we did unfortunately see Avenger Modoc die. Yeah. 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 And Steve, Steve Rogers is on the moon, right? Yeah. Um, that was a thing from some movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, not, not a real surprise there. Uh, he also said that they may need to throttle back on third and fourth films in a series. So, you know, you have the principal film and then you have a sequel. Uh, he's kind of alluding that the, the, the next sequel after that and the next sequel after that are, you know, may simply not have the payoff. Um, and, obviously and with Ragnarok, with it really returns. did with Ragnarok. It really did. But then with love and thunder, it really didn't. Yeah. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't think, know. And I, we've talked about that with the box office drop-offs and I mean, yeah, to a degree, even with quantum mania of, the success it's having, but with box office trolls, I think they're going to continue to evaluate that as they look at what post COVID studio numbers look like. Yeah. And that's yeah, just, they, that, they, that's they just really smart. That's smart business to, to yeah. take a look at it. Um, you know, and it also in a lot of ways seems that the first sequels don't do as well. Yeah. As the principal movie did. So like the second Thor movie, obviously, oh you know, yeah. d didn't, didn't do well. Uh, the, the second Ant-Man movie didn't do well as, as the first, mm -hmm. um, the, the Dr. Strange sequel, which I thought was a pretty good movie. Definitely did not do anywhere near the first. Um, uh, what kind of forever did did really well? I don't know what the box number, uh, box office numbers were. I don't think as good as the first one, but mm -hmm. in terms of uh, res viewer response, it obviously did did very well. So mm -hmm. a, a, a lot of those first sequels are not panning out really well, but the second sequels are. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, Ragnarok. I mean, Ragnarok is, I, I think, like that's the gold standard for for sequel. Yeah. Um, you know, Quantumania was the highest grossing Ant-Man film. Mm -hmm. Um, at, at least War, in, in terms of, I mean, of the was, first couple of, uh, um, uh, first couple of weekends. Yeah. Civil War. Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically a Captain America sequel ish mini Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it seems that the, the third film, AKA the second sequels, those seem to be doing pretty well, I think. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's the first sequel that kind of falls flat, um, you know, or, or doesn't do too well. And then, you know, I, I, I think after three movies, you're good. After yeah. three movies, you can move that character into someone else's movie or do an ensemble movie or something yeah. like that. But yep. they don't need to necessarily yeah. keep going. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Or or do something like they're, they're doing with Captain America, where the fourth is someone else who's picked up that mantle. Right. Yeah. Like like we have with Captain America. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Another one. So Nicholas Cage, uh, not in the MCU. Uh, he he did play Ghost Rider. He he had the uh, you know non MCU mm-hmm. Ghost Rider films, um, which I I like the first one. I I thought the first one was. I actually thought it was really. I'm not a Ghost Rider fan. I'm a Nick Cage fan in general. I liked that movie. I I used to be a Nick Cage fan, and I've. Uh, That's true. I used to be a Nick Cage fan. Yeah, yeah. Like '90s Nick Cage was pretty freaking awesome. Oh yeah. And then after that, he's just kind of gone downhill and got weirder, weirder yep. and weirder. Um, he said his his quote and his, his quote sits somewhere between making me roll my eyes and laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know where to take it. He says, I don't need to be in the MCU. I'm Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. Yes, um, you are. But. I bet you could still use a Marvel paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says though, that he's, he's not hating on Marvel. He could never hate on Marvel because his stage name, Nicholas Cage uh, was actually inspired by Luke Cage. Um, mm-hmm. He's, he's always been a huge comic book fan. Um, his real name, by the way, is Nicholas Coppola. Yes. He is related to Francis Ford Coppola. He's actually his nephew. Um, which is probably what's gotten him further in his career than than warrants, but you know that's okay. Hey, you know he would have made a horrible Superman. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yes, absolutely. And for, for folks who don't get the reference, he for years uh, before uh, uh, the reboot uh, pushed to play Superman. Uh, so another person who apparently doesn't think it's great for them to be in the MCU, uh, Taron Edgerton says that, uh, it's not, it's just not the right time for me to join the MCU. So what gets me about this guy, and I actually think he's pretty decent as an actor. I don't know where this quote came from because as far as I know, no one has asked him to be in the MCU. Like it's, not a thing that he's in the MCU. And I'm pretty freaking sure that if he did get a job offer, he would eat those words and he would be in the MCU because just as you said a moment ago, John, the mm-hmm. MCU paycheck is fantastic. Tim, I'm I'm, I'm going to try something. Yeah. What are you going to try? John? And, and this is a, this is an exclusive mm-hmm. for the You've random. Never done this network. before. Random Chatter Network exclusive. Okay. This is big. It is the right time for me to join the MCU. (laughs) I need to be in the MCU. Breaking news, folks. I'm Jon Stewart. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at my phone. Kevin's not not 
calling me. Well, because because this isn't oh being okay. live streamed, John. Okay, you you, you got to wait until it gets released. Okay, so but, like tomorrow. But it's now the right time for me to join, and I need to be in the MCU. And and I'm pretty sure, John, that when Kevin does listen to this episode, yeah, and we 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 know he will. He's, He's, He's going to call, John, call the other John, John Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if like literally in the next few weeks we hear John Stewart's going to be an MC movie, one, we know Kevin Feige listens. Two, I'm going to be so freaking crestfallen. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Wakanda Forever, congratulations. Yep. Uh, they won Best Costume Design um, at the Academy Awards uh, two nights ago on Sunday. Uh, John Bernthal will be returning as Frank Castle, uh, a.k.a. That, the Punisher. That makes me really excited. Uh, me too. In in Daredevil Born Again. I'm I'm super excited about that. I, I just he made such an incredible yeah. Punisher. And yeah. to have him come back, I think is great. Very happy with that. Um, let's see. There, there's there's a few rumors milling about. Uh, one of them was the Kang Moon Knight one that I mentioned a little while mm -hmm. ago. Uh, another one is that Marvel Studios is looking to cast uh, Sue Storm first mm -hmm. and then cast the rest of the Fantastic Four. But what, what, why, John? Why do you think? I don't know. Um, it is such more so than other movies, a need for a tight ensemble. I, I, I would say even more so that if the Guardians ensemble didn't work, if you didn't see that chemistry and how they all work together, that movie wouldn't have been what it is. Yeah. The Fantastic Four even more so. So whether it's Sue, I, I, I don't know. Whoever it is, whomever they cast kind of first, and movies have done this where they've got the actors who are cast kind of sitting in on the readings to see how that chemistry works, mm, mm -hmm. especially between um, Sue and God, now uh, Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. If there's no chemistry between them, the movie doesn't work. Right. Um, and, if and my Sue doesn't have a brotherly vibe feel, you know, then it doesn't work. So exactly. Exactly. I, maybe she's the connection. I don't know. But whatever it is, as they cast that and whomever they cast, they just have to kind of nail that. And and I think with Ben, it it's going to be mostly CGI. I think it should be. Yeah, um, it, it has to be. You know, that, um, you know, I still have my one seed for that. I think it's an incredible long shot, but God damn what I love it. Um, you know, especially if they're going to do CGI, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, um, my thoughts are exactly the same is that Sue is kind of the central piece of this whole mm -hmm. thing. Well, while, while, while Reed is the most upfront character because he is, you know, basically the leader of the fantastic yeah. four and, He's the guy who everyone goes to for solutions and all that kind he's, of stuff. He's not the glue. No, he's he's not. And and like you said, Sue has her relationship with him. She has her 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 brother with Johnny. Mm -hmm. And you know, while 
while while Ben uh, thing is kind of an outlier to that, he's still a friend of of the Free. group. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it does make sense that they want to have a cast that gels with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then also obviously, uh, if they do decide to go the tra- the traditional route, uh, which I'm actually hoping they don't with uh with with Victor Von Doom mm-hmm. who is has this romantic interest in Sue then obviously they have to gel as well yeah. um but everyone who's a listener here has heard my opinion uh about the whole doom thing i really yeah. hope they just do it differently i yeah. no, don't want to see them do what they've done again no i i i i'm i'm with you i still think doom would be a great uh, change up gender reversal yeah. um, for that. And I, you could go either way. I could still be a love interest for Sue. True. Yeah. Very true. Uh, rumor, another rumor, this, this rumor excited me. And, and I really hope that this one is true because I, I think this just, yeah, uh, this is so good. So there's a rumor that James Spader uh, may reprise his role as Ultron in Armor mm-hmm. Wars. Um, first of all, you know, the the supposed killing off of Ultron was a disgraceful thing. Yep. Um, we know from the second Spider-Man film, correct? First. First Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. Um, that U- Ultron, you know, there's still... Parts parts of Ultron around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, because of that, because Ultron can exist as ones and zeros uh, that, you know, there's always some potential for, for, for Ultron to return it. And it just, it totally makes sense in armor wars. Uh, it's a complete and total retcon of the comic book story of armor wars, which I'm totally fine with. And mm-hmm. we already knew that they were going in that direction because that original story was uh very centered on um on on Tony Stark and so this is a very different thing and I'm glad that they're basically saying yeah we're just going to redo we're going to completely reimagine armor wars I'm it, super excited about that civil war was largely the same thing they took yeah. a name of a classic comment and shifted it around I'm okay with this and if it gets us James Spader's Ultron back even better yeah oh absolutely he he was I, he was fantastic I, I i love the voice work mm-hmm. and i even love the fact that the physical mannerisms of ultron i mean if you've seen james spader in yeah. any of his other roles he has yeah. certain mannerisms like how he mm-hmm. how he cocks his head a little bit and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and and ultron did that oh and yeah. I'm like oh my god that is yeah. absolute. like he wasn't just doing the voice, voice work of ultron yeah. They physically captured James Spader, Spader. in that role. Yeah. Oh, loved 100%. it. Loved it. Uh, what if season two uh, is going to introduce the, an original superhero? To I'm the as MCU? excited for this as, as I think you, and I know Sheba was, you are based on the connection of where you live. I am a, based on my connection of my school history. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, so this is an MCU first that we're going to get a brand spanking new superhero out of the MCU that has never existed in the comics before. 
um, they are going to be bringing in um, a young Mohawk native uh, named Kahori. Uh, the episode, the gist of the episode is what if the Tesseract fell to Earth and landed in uh, the Sovereign, all right, uh, how did you want me to do it? Haudenosaunee. Yeah, Haudenosaunee. Haudenosaunee. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, the Sovereign Haudenosaunee Confederacy uh, before the colonization of America. Uh, the Haudenosaunee, by the way, is actually a real-world group. Uh, they, are, they are associated with the Iroquois, um, and their tribal lands uh, are so, kind of geographically with uh, around uh, Ontario, Canada. I'll, I'll give the, the nerdy answer. Uh, that is the native terminology for the six nations of the Iroquois um, who, yes, were with the Mohawk and were from uh, New York through Ontario. Uh, mm-hmm. Fun fact, they were the first democracy in America. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Um, and and uh, yes, for folks, my undergrad uh, thesis was uh, – that their democracy fell apart with the birth of America, the second democracy in America. Uh-huh. Um, so I saw this and like, you're like, Oh my, cause, cause the Mohawk actually lands are right where you lived him. Oh, literally I'm right yeah. in the middle of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I mean, while Tim was excited, but I was like, Oh my God, this is all the things I spent all of my undergrad years of college writing about. Yeah. Um, which, makes so much sense because I'm in emergency management. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no. And, and, and I love the fact, and you've got this written up here, you know, that, that Disney worked with the Mohawk nation mm-hmm. um, and language experts to, to really ensure that the portrayal is authentic. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm super um, excited about this. Um, this is, uh, Native American studies, specifically the Iroquois, or what I, I, I studied, they've always been a passion of mine. Um, it connecting, you know, with Marvel, um, you know, there's there's not much more I can love about <laughs> all, all, all of this. It, it has, it's got all the things I love in life. Um, um, if they could somehow actually bring in emergency management and Tim and I will find some connection to it. It really has all the things I love in life. It's, it's, it's very cool. I'm really excited about it. Um, uh, apparently the Tesseract, um, I think from what I read, it like falls into a lake or something and makes the lake mm-hmm. like a, a, a portal to other worlds or something like that. So just really cool. And I'm hoping that this is a character that, has some uh some some continuation to it oh oh fo- folks stay tuned for mcu tv where uh I- i'm just gonna have to give sheba a heads up she may get to talk during that episode it's gonna be like when <laughs> when sheba and i did ms marvel and i just kind of sat back for the ride i'm gonna be like sheba i just need to ride this one out <laughs> be cool sheba just be cool just be just be cool and sheba will be like fair like, <laughs> I, I got a whole series. You get one episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, th- there is a new series up on Disney Plus uh, that is MCU related. Uh, more of kind of like a, a, a documentary, uh, but a documentary about fictional characters, which is very mm-hmm. cool. 
the series is called Empower. Uh, I, I think we we talked about this probably yep. a few months ago. We knew a little bit about it. Um, this is a thing that uh, Zoe Saldana is attached to as executive producer. Um, she actually also appears in the fourth episode where they're talking about Gamora. Um, mm -hmm. So this series, four episodes, uh, was released on International Women's Day uh, last week um, on Disney+. Plus. Four standalone episodes discussing the journeys of uh, Carol Danvers, Wanda Maximoff, uh, collectively the women of Wakanda, which I think is a great choice there because how can you pick just one in Wakanda? There's like Fair. <laughs> so yeah. many incredible characters in, yeah. in, in Wakanda. Um, and then Gamora. So I, I think it's really cool. I have not yet seen it. Um, I simply haven't had the chance to probably actually like later this week. Um, I'm hoping to to get an opportunity to at least watch the first couple of them and then maybe finish it up over the weekend. The, but. the one that surprised me that wasn't on there was Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, especially in the MCU, she was the first. True. Very um, true. I'm sure they have a reason or rationale but seeing the list that was the first thing that jumped out at me i was like yeah but she was kind of the og yeah yeah that is true that's true uh the last item that we have is uh also a a series which we we have also kind of talked about this mm -hmm. is not mcu related at all um but on disney plus uh but obviously it, it has an mcu connection because of jeremy renner um, is his upcoming series of renovations. Uh, this is going to be premiering on Disney Plus on April 12th. Um, of course, all of this was recorded before his accident. Yep. Um, but uh, looking forward to watching that. I, I really like Jeremy Renner as an actor. I like the stuff that he does in his personal life. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, you know, very hands-on with things. Um, and uh, if you you happen to catch... Uh, I don't know. We 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 did two or three episodes. You and 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 mm -hmm. me and Lou talking about stuff that we've done, like stuff, around yeah. the house and our own renovations and our own projects and that kind of thing. Which which we we have to get back to. That that was fun um, to talk about that kind of stuff. So you know, <laughs> the last time we did that, my basement uh, was an utter and complete construction zone. And now it's my bedroom. So I've made I've made yeah. some progress. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> So I'm 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 looking forward to uh to 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 that show to to see what he does there and um yeah that's that's it. I think that's everything, John. Yeah, I don't got anything else. Okay. Fantastic. Minus, there minus it is. an empty wine glass, but <laughs> folks which is probably better for folks that my wine glass got empty and I couldn't refill it. Yeah, yeah. I mean Basically, an amateur move to not bring the bottle in with you. Sure. sure. Well, I'm used it's, to still being on like the AirPods where I would just like mute you real quick, sneak off and go get wine and come back. Yeah. Uh, but now that I've moved, you know, back off the AirPods, I have to like put down my headset and there's no microphone where if you throw something to me, I can't randomly kind of talk real quick. It becomes he's, really he's, awkward where you're like, John, I can see you on camera leaving. Where are you going? <laughs> is there anyone else in the house? Yeah, Esty, but 
you know, she was starting to wind down and finish up some work. So I could have texted her and said, hey, bring me wine. But See, and, and she and probably I've, would have said no. And, and I've done that, particularly, yeah. uh, you know, doing those uh, the the um, movie draft episodes where yeah. oftentimes I will bring the bottle in with me. Well, uh, and I, and I kind of obnoxiously would make a point of putting my glass next to the microphone so you would hear the glug, 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 glug of the wine as it would go into the glass. And then yeah. when that bottle would run dry, I would text my wife and say, hey, can you bring in another bottle? <laughs> Fair. I mean, the, do- and, the uh, dogs don't really do it, so. Yeah, yeah. So. And, the kid- and the kids aren't here tonight, so. Gotcha. All right, uh, folks, next week, episode 300 of Guardians of the MCU. I'm super excited, John. I, it, I, it's just a cool benchmark. When- what I mean, we'd have to go back. Was it episode? I want to say it was episode one hundred, where I changed my license plates because I was like, if we get yeah. to episode one hundred, I'll change my license plate, and that seems like I just did that. If we get to episode three hundred, John's going to shave his head. No, John will not. Episode four hundred. Nope. John John has a haircut tomorrow, and he's not shaving his head. John will not shave his head. Episode 500, John. Come on. John John will not shave his head. Oh, man. Not going to happen. I'll shave my head for episode 300. You shave your head for every episode. Oh, damn. (coughs) Sorry. As long as I've got the hair going, I'm not shaving it. Sorry. All right. All right. Well, John... I'll see you next week for episode 300. Yep. And hopefully all of our listeners are going to join us for episode 300. It, it's going to be fun. Big episode. Big, yeah. Yeah. Big, big episode. Fun episode. Uh, real guests, cameos from some other folks. Uh, cameos voices you've heard. Voices you haven't heard. It'll be yeah. like, this is your life, John. It will be. This is, this is, <laughs> this is our life on Guardians of the MCU. Yes. Ah. Uh, Kids, if you're too young to know it, this is your life is ask your parents. <laughs> All right, folks, that is it. Uh, we will catch you next week with uh, the big episode 300. Until then, take care. <laughs>